Good morning, everybody. It's Natalie here, and welcome to Tilly Talks Cosmic Soul Sundays. So I just want to start this show, the first show of the month, checking in with you and seeing how you're doing. What's really inspiring you in this time um, that we're having together uh, right now, and what shows are you loving listening to? on Wellbeing Radio or also, you know, anywhere. I've been reading a book that I thought was um, just so apt for for this show. Um, and I've been learning all things about the body by Bill Bryson. And one thing that I absolutely love from, from the book was reading that in actual fact, we have so much DNA in every cell of our body if they created all of the DNA into a fine strand, that our DNA would go, that fine strand would go all the way beyond Pluto. So in the most sense, you are literally cosmic. <laughs> so what little facts have you been learning? What aspects um, of yourself have you been meeting as well? Uh, this is what this month is all going to be about, actually. It's going to be about self-acceptance. So what actually is self-acceptance? For me, I feel that self-acceptance is the ability and time devoted to knowing who you are. So who are you, darling person? And learning from your strengths and weaknesses. For example, if something... Uh, has annoyed you uh, and your reaction is that it's happened to you, through my journey of self-acceptance, I've learned that in actual fact, rather than it happening to me and me retaliating in a, a victimhood way, is that in actual fact, this scenario, this situation was invited into my life so that I could find out more about myself and that I could grow both as a person, spiritually, and also as, as, a, as a teacher to others. Because one thing I really believe is that we're all teachers. We're all our own coaches and we all have this ability to, to grow and to root further into, into who we are. So... In the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be talking about my journey through self-acceptance because the first show of every month is all about us getting to know each other. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, if, you, uh, if you're just tuning in to, to my shows, uh, then it's a huge big welcome and lots of love uh, and positive vibes being sent out to, to you. And if you have been listening, um, then you know what this, this first show is, is all about. So we're going to share our experiences and you can always email me, natalie at wellbeingradio.co.uk to get a conversation going from this show in particular um, in relation to how it's benefiting you or things that you need to learn. So when we come back after this break, I will be talking to you about my journey of self-acceptance and uh, how I really had to dig deep to learn certain aspects of myself and overcome them. See you back after the break.
welcome back. And I'm not shy in sharing. Uh, all of you will, will learn that about me and about this show. Now, certainly, I believe that sharing is, is the utmost essential part of our evolution as, as human beings. And in the last few weeks, I have been sharing a lot. I've been sharing free live yoga classes. Um, I've been sharing my thoughts. I've been sharing time with friends and also tuning in to other spiritual teachers and uh, people's messages so that we can, we can share together. So why I'm just saying that is because uh, I'm going to share something now that is may have an impact on your life because you know that this show is all about women impacting women and it may bring something up for you or as always I say it may resonate something in you that you recognize in a family member or a friend and I just want you to know that you can only ever change yourself you can only ever change your reaction to something this was one of the biggest lessons that I learned in my self-acceptance journey. And my self-acceptance journey started at the age of 27. And this was a time where I had decided enough is enough. You'll hear that a lot when people start to come into what I call an awakening. You start to really truly meet yourself. So enough is enough. I was suffering from bulimia and body dysmorphia and I had been beating myself up in a sense of mentally distorting my thoughts and controlling my intake of, of, of food. And food, we know, is one of our main streams of energy. You know, we really are like, uh, it's like the, the petrol that we pour into, uh, into our cars. Our food is our, is, our, um, is our energy and we need it. But I was stopping the food uh, at points being, uh, going into my body. And why? So at the age of 27, uh, from, I would say, the age of about 11 um, to 27. So all of those years, I had been having a unhealthy relationship with, with food. And I'm really telling you this from my heart. So if there's a few little pauses, just please, please wait, because, you know, I'm really um, opening up here so that this could be the most authentic storytelling that I've done yet of, of, of this situation in, in my past life, because it's not who I am now. <laughs> um, and uh, you'll definitely know that if you come and visit me on social media, because I absolutely love food, but I love healthy food. Uh, I'm always sharing uh, this, this transition that I've now built into my life, which is a healthier lifestyle. Uh, and if you're just wondering uh, how you find me on social media, then um, I have uh, an account called at Cosmic Soul School Coaching over on Instagram where you can see some beautiful pictures 
of all the food that I now love and uh, love eating and educating other people to have. But for, for me, going back to the, that age of 27, our 20s are supposed to be a decade of personal growth, challenge and exploration. A time when we can be forgiven for making mistakes before we are, in exclamation marks, old enough to know better. However, my teens and early 20s, as I was saying, were not like this. When I think back on this period of my life, I do see a small person that was trapped within a multitude of constricting confines. It sounds so serious, doesn't it? But these confines were controlling my attitudes to my body and sense of self. So instead of looking outwards, I was constantly looking inwards, but again, in a, a way that wasn't helping me. And the negative chatter was firmly in control. So it was drowning out any positive things that my friends and family had to say. And I knew that I had to change. As I said, enough was enough. And for me, that would start with changing the conversation that I was having with myself about myself. The first point of self-acceptance. So people can tell you, can't they, that they see the beauty in you. I see the beauty in you, and maybe we've never even met. But you must see it and believe it yourself. So how did I start to see it and believe it in myself? My tipping point really came when I was living alone and suffering panic attacks more frequently. That'll be something for another show about the panic attacks. Um, but I remember during one attack, I came out of my body. In what I later came to understand through my yoga practice was me being an observer. And through this observation of observing my own body and what was happening, I realized that in actual fact, as I said at the beginning of the show, it wasn't something that was happening to me. It was something that was being shown to me. And now I was elevated and looking down above this situation. I knew that I could come out of it. I knew that there was hope at the end of the tunnel and light <laughs> and that I could do something about it. So I was observing myself and what was happening to me in a way that was pragmatic and segmented from any emotion. So this is really important. So when we come to that point of self-acceptance of something that we've been believing for a, a long time, it could be, for me, I said it was since I was 11, but it could be earlier than that from our childhood. It could, you know, it could be um, something you've just been believing recently. So when you come to that point, when you are looking at it and extracting the emotion from it, this is when you can start to be rational and think intelligently. And we are all intelligent beings. You know, listen to that Bill Bryson thing again. You know, we have so much DNA in our body. We have so much intelligence that's innately there in us. You know, that we have this chance to open up all the time to, to listen into it. 
So I knew that I had to start believing the things that people were telling me about myself because rationally, why were they saying these things? Why was my friend telling me how beautiful I was and how inspirational I was? There must be truth in that. Have you got a friend that tells you those things? Have you ever just said, thank you? Perhaps try that. Because this is what I started to do in my journey of self-acceptance. When someone told me I look nice, I simply said, thank you. When someone, for example, a pupil of mine said that it was the most fun lesson that they'd had, I said, thank you. And that's quite simply how it began. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with another song now. And then when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about some of my favorite quotes around self-acceptance and how I really went into learning what were my strengths and weaknesses and how I faced my fears and uh, packed my bags and went traveling, which if you've listened to show one, you'll already know a little bit about that. Welcome back to Tilly Talks Cosmic Soul Sundays here on Wellbeing Radio, audio for mind, body and soul. And this month we're talking about self-acceptance, joining in in the conversation with how we can really impact ourselves, you know, and find the courage inside to, to spread our wings and, you know, learn to fly. It's a metaphorical saying, isn't it? But when you truly stand up to yourself, there is that feeling, have you ever felt it, of feeling lighter and, and knowing that the problem is just a problem and that the solution is, 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 is close and it's in sight and the solution is heartwarming and, yeah, maybe challenging, but most certainly intriguing. And for me, I love this saying, um, that if you get the inside right, the outside will fall into place. And the negative chatter that I had been listening to was, was actually, you know, not part of the true inside self for me. I needed to, to overcome, overcome that. And I needed to be brave and coax myself to experience new places. I had been working for three or four years, self-employed, and I was going to the same job every day. I had safety. There was a, you know, there was a safety net. Um, and, you know, I needed to just start to embark out of that. So I started to, uh, as I said, travel and go and experience new, new adventures. Um, and as I said in the first show, there were some things that were really challenging, like even just booking a flight. <laughs> and I know that I'm not alone here because a very good friend of mine, she went traveling by herself last year 
And I remember saying to her, how did you feel when you got to the airport by, by yourself? <laughs> she said, well, I just kept looking around and seeing where was everybody else? And she's actually a, a mum of, of three, three boys. And that responsibility of her boys wasn't with her at that moment in time. She had given herself this chance to be, be totally with herself. And I said, yeah, I know that. And did you get nervous booking the flight? She said, yeah, yeah, did I? So these things can seem very small. But when we come back to this journey of self-acceptance, we use that word journey, don't we? And it is a journey. There are small steps in everything, which I say so much. And only because I'm reminding myself all the time that everything needs to take and be taken in, in small steps. Um, so this, this force and forcing myself to be more adventurous and take more calculated risks led me to all certain places across uh, Europe and uh, eventually to America where I did my yoga teacher training. And as I said, <clears throat> you know, those small challenges, uh, for example, managing a travel budget Meeting people I didn't know were, were part of meeting myself. So now, through me sharing and deepening this level of you getting to know me, that now you start to see the layers that were unraveling for my own journey, my own self, to, to learn actually what were my weaknesses. And to be honest with you, what I started to realize was that what I thought were weaknesses were actually strengths. So being very personable started to become something that I realized actually was going to weave itself into my line of work, my, my jobs, being kind to people, talking to people and listening, just listening. There we go, there's that moment, that pause, power in the pause here on this show for that re realization, are you a good listener? Or is that something you need to accept about yourself and learn the tools to become a better listener? The more internal chatter we have, whether it be negative or positive, actually guards us and hides us from being able to to listen truly to somebody else so how do we find that path to actually plant roots deeper into our souls and and listen better have a little think about that while i play this next song and then when we come back let's 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 talk about kind of how to get a bit more motivated with that and and really tune in to our own bodies and and learn to listen better Welcome back. 
I'm Natalie and we're talking about how we can listen better to others and to ourselves so that we can start to decipher and find what is our, what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses. Um, and maybe like me that you may discover that in actual fact what you thought was a weakness is in actually a, a strength. And all of our stories are different and for me as I said when I went traveling it started to help me to to plant roots into my soul and why what else it helped me to do is maybe want to go ahead in life discovering how to root and fly at the same time so let me just say that again so rooting and flying at the same time so metamorphosizing integration and migration so how can we be still and have movement at the same time how can we listen so well to another a loved one or a friend or a colleague and be very still within ourselves so that we can offer that that listening so here are my five key motivators and what helped me to become a, a better listener and also what helped me to find more self-acceptance so freedom being number one giving yourself permission to change and take the action to embrace the power of letting go which we're going to talk lots more about in the forthcoming shows in April instinct we talk a lot about this don't we cosmic souls looking at our usual responses and resulting thoughts and behavior patterns to food exercise diet our internal chatter and you know finding that instinct how do you want to be different using that instinctual voice and for me because I was uh, like I said having having an eating disorder abusing my body you know how can you learn to re-love and reignite and reconnect number three is versatility how can you change your approach and attitude to new people challenges and opportunities and then going deeper into expansiveness so saying yes with increasing confidence saying thank you knowing that your self-limiting conversation is under control and being open to the unknown and expecting as it is revealed to you oh thank you for revealing that one to me and finally being centered so this is that renewed sense of purpose and ambition coupled with the determination to achieve your goals so for me being centered is about the inner strength that comes from truly accepting and loving who you are Yee. and that's the part of self-love and the part of that you're beautiful so i will see you next week where we'll be continuing to talk about self-acceptance and uh, I do actually have a blog um, that you can go in and have a little, a little look at on my cosmicsoulschoolcoaching.com website that touches upon, upon this. Um, so please let me know your thoughts on that and I look forward to seeing you next week. 
Let your soul fuel the way.